Our families are thick as thieves, but bitch, don't you tell me to pay attention, please. In Jersey, we adore the shore, but don't get near our families if you're a prostitution whore! Where are the bodies? That's right, if you're joining us for the first time, this is not a Nancy Grace tribute show, but it should be because I call her Nancy Amazing Grace. I want to thank SUP Podcast for reminding me of the great Nancy Grace. If you haven't heard from Nancy Grace in a while, you need to go to IDTV and you need to watch now because it is the funniest thing. And I dare you to drink every time she says bodies. Anyways, this is Housewives Heretics, a show where we get drunk and we uncover those bodies. That's right. I'm Josh and this is... Calandy. Hi, girl. Oh, my God. I, the other night, well, I'm really into the Long Island serial killer because I'd followed that case for a while. Um, and I was thought I was going to watch a, like, actual documentary about what was going on, but it was literally just Nancy Gregg just going, the Gilga Beach murders. As and a I, former prosecuting attorney. attorney. Yeah, and she was talking to people, and I was like, is that a question? She was like, so you showed up on the, the reporter. She was like, so you showed up on the scene on a day that you were not normally on scenes, and you were there to report on body? Like, yeah, that's how it works. <laughs> and she was like, on to the next. And it was just like the most insane. It just made me so happy. I don't I think it's news, but I do think it's entertainment. Uh, that's facts. And uh, at, at the top, usually it's at the bottom, but at the top, I will issue an apology for not having an episode last week. It was my fault. I was away in Napa. And I was unorganized and too wasted to perform my duties. And to those, I apologize. I did go to the Full House House. I did go to, um, which is in San Francisco, but right there, the Full House House. And then we went to the Mrs. Doubtfire House. Um, Full House House, much smaller than you would think. Very small. Mm -hmm. Living room could definitely not fit in there. No, not even half that living room. It is so tiny. It's tall, but it's tiny. Also, um, the street, now they definitely filmed doubtfire in that house it's massive and the street it's on is like straight up and down you'd never be able to tell like them pulling that pony in the beginning uh -huh. and we were on the mrs doubtfire street and this man in a chef hat just comes like up to us and this is just a house like there isn't nobody else stop there we're parked illegally and he comes up and he was like mrs doubtfire one of my first movies that ever taught me about gay people. I didn't connect at first. I thought he just meant because of Robin Williams, who was in the birdcage, but I, I forgot about the uncle. Um, and, and he was like, he was like, and that is why I started my own business. It is called Cock Waffles. <laughs> so <laughs> everybody look up Cock Waffles. Um, he sells Cock Waffles, um, very anatomically correct and with icing. Um, and um, behind him comes another woman who looks like she just dragged herself out of the gutter. And she was like, would you like to buy a cock waffle? <laughs> like, um, no, sorry, honey. Just had lunch. Um, but just like a weird thing. And I think he only has that business to capture the gays that come to Mrs. Doubtfire. Clearly a gay monument. Good for him. Oh, yes. It was a great time. It is beautiful. Sonoma is way better than Napa. So always go to Sonoma. Way prettier. Way more laid back. Napa's pretty uptight and really boring. Yeah, um, you needed a Napa? 
I definitely needed a Napa. I can't get enough Napas. And then we had this wonderful um, driver named Mark. And after the first winery, um, after a lot of drinks, I Mark didn't have his jacket on when he picked us up for the second winery. And I asked Mark when I got off, I was like, do we get a layer each time? And he whispers about you, only in Australian nightclubs, <laughs> which is my new favorite thing. I was like, I don't even know what that fucking means. But that, I, I, at the end of everything, somebody would ask me a question, I'd be like, only in Australian nightclubs. <laughs> it's the best response. It's like the RuPaul, like, I, um, uh, you know how RuPaul always says, like, there's three things that you can say to everything. Yeah. Like, I don't know how that's any of your business. I'll be the judge of that. Um, you can also always say, only in Australian nightclubs. He used only to be in Australian nightclubs. He said he could handle us because he liked naughty girls because he used to be a bouncer in Australian nightclubs. He also mm. was missing a hand. So we don't know what else happens in Australian nightclubs, but God bless you, Mark. Probably one of those oh. um, box jellyfish. Uh, probably went diving off the yacht in the middle of yeah. the night. That's what happens, Mark. And that's what happens. And this is a show where we, where are the boobies? Let's get ready for a segment of hard-hitting news. How's it going? What's happening in the world? Tell me more. Sorry, Britt. Um, Sam has filed for divorce and he has asked for spousal support. And he also wants Brittany Bitch to pay his attorney fees. Hasn't she went through enough? Exactly. Leave also, her the fuck alone. Leave Brittany alone! Like, God, you know what? She can't pay anybody else. I mean, her attorney fees are through the roof. The only thing that this could get us is a, have you heard her new song? Have you heard it? No. I thought oh, you, that you were saying that that's the only thing it could get us. No, no, no. Um, she has a new song with Will I Am. Oh, I forget I, what it's called. I it's, love uh, that they're back together. They're back together. Will it's I it's, am it's we're, we're, we're really easing into it. Um this is this song is a vibe and really honestly for me is a wasted in a gay club remix song and then it's great. But like as a first here, it's it's a little hard. It's a little hard. But Britney's gonna get into more. She's more of a sexy rap stress right now. So oh. yeah, go into it with an open heart, open ear. She's been through a lot. So yeah. uh, it is hard to hear. Well, let's get into what's happening in Bravo. No, there's no um, Orange County this week. Which, nah. Why? I have no idea. What are they fucking doing? Let's get this over with. Yeah. We got Speed the up, S- bitch. Yeah, we got the SLC girls. We got their promo, which I guess Mary's just friend of. Yeah. She wasn't in the promo picture. Good. I mean, I like her as a friend of. I like just scenes with Mary. I don't think it's good emotionally for Mary to be around other people. I don't either. <laughs> or Protect other people her. to be around Mary. <laughs> so, like, I think I like her. I like her in her closet. And honestly, it should be called Mary's Closet Confessionals. Make it a 15-minute segment. I'd like more of those, more 15 minute, like we think the you're a little show. interesting. The after show, absolutely. Just hosted by Mary. Yeah. I just want to hear her opinions on everybody. Absolutely. She's like a Dwight, like how dreadful. How um, dreadful. Do you think I look inbred? Yes. <laughs> I mean, kudos, kudos to honesty. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, could do. Um, and then, yeah, yes. 
That's funny. Um, and then uh, Real Hot, oh, I mean, the Drew Sedora show. Honestly, just give me scenes of Brooklyn at this point. Oh my I don't God, want my anybody star. else. God, my I'm star, about... my moon, my sun. Right? So She's everything she, to me. She brings the only light to that show. I call everybody bitch. <laughs> Martin, I'm a oh mama. my God, that was the same. As we, we previously discussed privately. That is not same, same, a, same, same. yes, that is not a word I say. Bitch, I would never say that. <laughs> um, oh, okay. Excuse me. <laughs> That's like it. You just literally have to laugh because you're like, what do you even want me to say to that? Like, it's how would funny you like because me to also she doesn't realize that she actually didn't say that to Drew. She said it to Sonia. Yeah. So like it's it's wild. It's it's not it's not fun. The show mm -hmm. gives me no fun right now. They all really are just punching their cards, and um, we need people that don't want to just be housewives. They want to live in front of the camera, like our beautiful yeah. dancing queens. Yeah. Uh, and then I've got big brand energy. Oh. Real Housewives, New York City this week. Um, I have to say that Jessel, that Jessel Aaron interaction, I'm kind of tired of hearing about it, but it was very Housewives to me. Yes. Jessel's response was very Housewives. I saw the glint of what could be like a growing housewife. I, I, her attitude, like, I don't agree with what she's saying, but I like how she said it. I agree. <laughs> like, I yeah, agree. Like, and Aaron just rubs me so soggy flicker. That like, no She's, matter if I agree with her or not, I'm not on your side, you know? Right. So what Erin is, is she's a fucking spy and a cheater. Uh, but that's only because what I mean is she's one of those people that masquerades as being chill and is really so fucking high strung. And it's like, you can't pretend like, oh, I'm so chill. I'm so chill. But really, you actually are the one that's picking at everything. You're the exactly. one that can't let things go. Yeah. Um, like it's really not that big of a deal. Honestly, anybody that gets that offended by somebody talking shit about your cheese on your cheese board, maybe you need better cheese. Yeah. I mean, that's what I just have to say. I've never been. You should have gotten Gouda, Gouda, Gouda. Yeah. Like, I, better. <laughs> is Gouda better? Uh, <laughs> and then I would, I would have, uh, I would have just asked what kind of cheese do you eat? I mean, it's just such a weird situation. But and she, she is a bad host. Like, no heat. No food. No, no, no snacks like, other than Pringles and caviar. Like, you don't I would have left. anything. When they told her on the way they didn't like that. Like, mm -hmm. come on. And you had other people in your kitchen. Send someone out for some pizza. That well, and especially because Uba doesn't drink. Yeah. So it's different when people are drinking all day. Well, first of all, you should have food. That's but, exactly uh, what I was going to say. Yeah. That's but, definitely the time to have food. But if there's somebody that doesn't drink alcohol, you need to have fucking snacks for those people. Yeah. Like, what are they going to do? Yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly. Good thing she could just drink her hot sauce. That's what I was gonna uh, say. <laughs> I can't wait until I can have a tiny version of hers, just like oh. I used to keep um my hot sauce. I thought you purse. meant as a daughter, and I was like, me too. Oh I my want my God, daughter to be a tiny. Please, God, please. <laughs> She's so captivating to me. Um, she just is so beautiful. Like I feel like she's one of those people that. I can feel her like supermodels have that energy on screen, like a Naomi Campbell, a Tyra Banks, uh, Heidi Klum. They all have that like energy on screen that, that 
it draws you and she has that way more than Chanel Ion does for me. Like there's mm -hmm. something about her that gives me supermodel. Like whoo. Yeah. She is the body. Um Sunny, and then she is the body. <laughs> and so Erin was on the juicy scoop this week and mm -hmm. to defend um, her Trump contributions. Oh no 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 no. She definitely didn't do that. God well, she did that no. on a different podcast. She did address it. No, um, um, Heather McDonald lives with everybody in the OC. Not yeah, to oh, say yeah, that so she votes that way, but she definitely doesn't talk about politics. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, anyways, but she, uh, but she was talking, she kind of did give us more of a timeline. So that dinner that they were talking about happened right after their announcement at BravoCon. So mm. that was that night. And so... It didn't happen when Lizzie um, when Lizzie left. Like she was there, but it didn't happen. And also, she um, she was Lizzie is the one that brought her in. So I think she's floundering right now too because like she thought she, she was going there with an ally. Yeah, and yeah. Lizzie was already cast and then got her in. So I think you know it's way different going into these shows alone than mm -hmm. it is going in with somebody you've known. Especially when you're all new and you can't yes. watch and like figure out what people and she, like. She doesn't seem to have like the warmest of personalities. Like a brand you can like warm up to in any group. Like she just has that kind of magnetic personality. Aaron doesn't. So, you know. Bye, Flaptina. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> you are the weakest thing. Goodbye. Um, and I could love her next year. Not this year. I don't no. think there's any saving her. Um, on to Crappy Lake was fine. I'm ready for it to, be over. For it to be over. Should have just been a special. Yeah. Now, my favorite part was Luann and that blonde wig being so serious with Sonia. What was she doing? She was like, she does not know how to produce a show. She was she like full on Moira Rose. She was a, she was, she absolutely was. I was going to say she was somebody from Maya's Dancing in the Streets video, but like 50 years too old. Like she had that bus driver hat on and then that wig. Are we not going to discuss this wig? Like you can't just wear a blonde bob and not act like nothing's it. happening. <laughs> Unless you are Moira Rose. She was like, but Bebe and the chamber. Did you I get shellfish? <laughs> Bold and the cheese. Um, I absolutely loved when they got in their bickering match. Sonia was like, it's not that serious, Lou. They couldn't even sell 100 tickets. No. It was so sad. Thank God for Paul Abdul. Thank. Oh, that's the cameo I need all the time. Also, that woman, how old is she? She's looked that same age for 30 years. Oh, my God. And I literally said those exact same words to Matt. I'm so scared. Like, literally. When, when, like When she was in her Bravo show, she looked exactly like that. Like, what I said. <laughs> Originally, I was yes. like, whoever did her facelift, we got to get. We got to get. Same haircut. But then she hit that, that snap. She also has that magic. She oh. hit that snap, and I was like, whoa. And even like, with, like, not full rotation of her neck, you know, now, because she's had, yes. like, a lot of injuries and stuff. And so to have all those surgeries and still be so fluid and so amazing. Oh, Paula, we love you. She has that thing that Abby Lee Miller always talked about, like, Maddie having. Not mm -hmm. the, the same, but she really, there's intention from her, like, 
through every part of her till the end of the move. You can yes. feel it. Like, and it's, it is that something special that Maddie did have. Um, they're just very different dancers. Yeah, for sure. Uh, oh, and then below, we have to talk about it because I was out last week and then one of the most explosive. Oh my God. Explosive? Uncomfortable. Nathan almost was like, we have to turn this off. It was so uncomfortable. But what I think we needed to see on TV, it's a good segue to our big conversation last yes. last last week. And I on and I also listened to Bethany with Raquel, and I think that there's a good conversation there too, minus Bethany leading it because she's yeah. in it. She said that she paid her interns what Raquel made on Vanderpump Rules. And that's a fucking lie. Show no me intern- the bank $350,000, bitch. You don't pay your, that's called an employee. Yeah. They're and not what, interns. Are you adding up all the time they've been with you? Like they've worked for 15 years and made that? Right. And all, or are you also adding in like the per diem you have to pay with them because they're with you all the time? You know what I mean? Like, are you talking about the meals or the hotels them along with you all the time? And are you at, like salary. adding them all together? Like not one right. intern, like all of her interns. She's so fucking out of touch. It's insane. But um, Below Deck, I mean, I thought that Below Deck was absolutely, I mean, it was shocking to watch. Great for Asia for, like, being on it. Mm-hmm. Um, great for the producers. Yes. Being very on it. Um, it was, and you know what was great about having the dichotomy between him and Laura is there were a lot of different lessons and a lot of different sexual abuse there. You know what I mean? Like the way that Laura was doing it wasn't necessarily the way that he was doing it. I, you know, he was definitely very blacked out to me. And the conversation is, is that doesn't matter. And if you do that when you're blacked out, you probably do that when you're sober. But Laura's too was very she wasn't blacked out like and no you know, but, and that was not he said no so many times no is a full sentence no matter what right. you're doing that's what I'm saying like there were two done. very different versions of that and it's good but for everybody to see that both versions of that are not are okay. wrong and it doesn't matter if you're blacked out and even if you would never do no that absolutely sober, even no, if no, you no. wouldn't like I'm saying even if you would never do that sober she deserved to be protected and to have the intervention. You know what I mean? That's Absolutely. what is so no, great. No, no, no. Uh, no I know you agree. Absolutely. I'm just yeah. saying, like, no matter, regardless if you would have done it sober or not, that is so amazing that that producer would not let them shut the door. That right. They, they broke the fourth wall. Well, Asia and Captain right. Jason handled it immediately. I love like, that she went up there immediately. I love their relationship. Oh, my I God. If they don't she- get married, I would die. I love them I, more than Gary and Daisy. Wedding. Like, uh, I literally... They're my favorite TV couple of all time, I think. When they, like, with the, the whipped cream, the like, contacts. shoot into each other's mouth. Contact. There's oh nothing God. sweeter to me than watching oh. Asia put the contacts in. Oh, my it's like, God. Like, this is always so much easier. And then the next morning when she came and just sat on his bed, I was like, oh, my God. They're doing me too. it. They're fucking... They're fucking... <laughs> Nobody is that comfortable. Nobody just goes into their boss's bed and just sits right fucking down. Right down. Like, immediately. If you, if you haven't seen their wiener. Oh. That's all I'm saying. That's and good for I'm her. Saying. I hope she's uh, seen that we What a beautiful couple. Oh. He has he has so much charisma. He is dangerously that. sexy. Um, put him on the dangerous catch, and I want him to catch Aisha's snatch. Um, <laughs> because catch Aisha's snatch, a new dating show. <laughs> um, but 
I just, what I meant about like the wasted thing is I thought it was a great example of like right. exactly what you're saying that like, be careful how drunk you get. Like, and also like, it was an example for like arrogant, borderline narcissistic men to like understand mm -hmm. just because somebody's somewhat complying in the beginning of the night doesn't mean doesn't that they're that anything. into you. You can literally be inside them and they can say stop and you got to stop. And just right. for clarification, Josh said, um, be careful how drunk you get. He needs as the abuser, not yes. as. Oh, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. It doesn't Absolutely. matter. You can be blacked out and be blacked out safely. You should never be subjected. Oh, yeah. You should be able to get as drunk as you want if you yeah. can handle it. If yeah. you can fucking handle it. She but not was, if you're going to crawl on somebody's and bed she, naked. And she did nothing wrong. I vocalized everything. There was no confusion there. No, um, it was so uncomfortable, but I did love how Jason took care of it right away. Yeah. Um, had I, I, and I know that that was awkward. I love that Asia is a true, I think the most we've seen, like the, the actual biggest leader I've seen on one of these boats Absolutely. other than Captain Jason, because she also, that wasn't a part of her team. She no. went over and made, and they only showed her checking on him. I bet you Asia made sure everybody on that boat was okay. Yeah. I, I could just tell that she was making her rounds and that is how you lead. And the fact that like, I, I liked to have that conversation. We don't always just like, we just don't always see the other side of it. And it was also something that happened to women all the time. Men are always flirting with them or touching them and all that mm -hmm. stuff. It was good to see like, when somebody says, hey, like, you need to fucking calm down, you need to fucking calm down. Just because they're talking to you doesn't mean, like, you can touch them all the time. It was no. just, like, it was it was uncomfortable, um, but it was brilliant TV. And it was brilliant, a brilliant discourse on, like, actions and society and how things should be handled in all ways without actually having to say a lot of words. Like, there mm -hmm. wasn't a lot of, like, confessionals that were like lecturing you they showed everything and they showed how it should be handled other than um i and i don't even think there were talks with bravo i think he just fired them like yeah. i don't think he was going to have that conversation where like i need to have a conversation I, it I, was captain. i i captain then we got joelle back Ugh. Ugh. he god. said that he's changed how much of an asshole he was oh my god you're the worst he's so hot such a dick Mm. a misogynistic like uh, and one of my favorite bravo things that happened that probably does happen more around me than i know is when people talk about each other when they're right across from the, the table and yes. when Aisha was like he's a terrible person i know oh my god it's right like you're being so buddy buddy we in this house like i hate standing people because like especially reality people yes. go so fast but in this house we stand Aisha like Matt and I are like, oh my God, look how well she handled that. And then she's such a good friend. She's always so positive. I think but then she would she's be my honest. first person that I'd run for in Bravo at BravoCon. She oh my is God. what she has, she is honest. She's a good leader. Um, she's good at her job. She's also like doesn't like just roll over. She just knows how to speak people to, to people to get what she needs. And it's she just... she uh, acknowledges where she uh, her weaknesses, where she's like, I'm not good at decor, I'm not good at table setting. It's like Thank you. We didn't need to be a good at decor with that boy in that thong. He could have just been the decor. That This episode gave me everything. The porn stars, the boobies, everything was going on. They were I such nice guests, too. 
And I bet they t- they were they did tip pretty good, but like they were such nice guests. I was like, this just goes to show you, these people just live their best lives, and they we work hard. Should, they do work hard. Uh, do you know how hard it is to have apps like that? Like it is actually yeah. Clinically- and they were doing live streaming, like they were working. At the end of yeah, the night. they paid that off. Good for them, you know. And honestly. Them. People are so judgmental, but when you watch all of the seasons of Below Deck, literally the nicest people were the, the those group of people, uh, the porn stars, the strippers, uh-huh. or the exotic dancers, sorry. Yeah. Um, like, literally everyone Stripper? that... Yeah, <laughs> prostitutes uh, No, but genuinely, like, they were one... No. And Absolutely. so, it's always the, like, people that grow up rich and, like, don't actually know how to work. They don't yeah. have any respect for people that work. So thank you guys. Thank, thank you. you. I have to say, I think it's my favorite show on right now. Ah, I don't think that I'm enjoying anything more than that. I am enjoying Project Runway this season, and it's been a minute since I've enjoyed. Me Project too. Runway. I'm loving it. I, I it's think been hard since we need we to got get rid, rid of, of Tim Brandon and Heidi. Maxwell. Oh yeah. And we need to get somebody with more. I don't un- understand why we they think at fucking Project Runway Inc. Why they think Mr. Mr. Waternoose thinks that we need a monotone man to be on this fucking give me a full board of women. I need people yeah. with personality to judge these people. Where is Nicole Richie? Pay exactly her more than I making the cut. Say. Pay Where her more than making the cut. She's with Heidi. Mm-hmm. I mean, I love Heidi. I get it, but we don't need I get to it either. too. I mean, honestly, just give, give, give me Tyra Banks. Oh my God. Give, she'd be like, there are two designers. The same. They, they not, and I want Nina just to slap the shit out of her. This is your fucking show, bitch. Oh, God. Bring back America's Next Top Model, too. Oh, maybe not. Mm, you're right. There's a lot of abuse on that show. You're right. Maybe I'll just re-watch all the other old abuse that I enjoy yeah. watching. Yeah, I, it's like I mean, dance moms. You know, like when uh, you're old, you're like, oh, shit. But, or toddlers and tiaras. Like, <laughs> I started watching that again. But I'm still zooming. <laughs> She's still zooming. zooming. But I, you know, of course, Ooh, I've already started looking at for everything Halloween, like all uh-huh. my Halloween movies. And um, the, a Halloween episode of Toddlers and Tiaras came on, and I was like, oh, my God, I really do want to call CPS. Like, some of these parents are literally... <laughs> of course I'm looking for Halloween movies, and none other than the classic <laughs> Halloween episode of Toddlers and Tiaras. <laughs> I said, haven't seen this in a year. <laughs> uh, but funny. really, it's... But- but seriously not even specifically that episode but if you keep watching there's a lot the whole series is terrifying i mean i as someone who always said i will spray tan anyone i felt very uncomfortable i'm sorry i just i just can't i can't mackenzie i'm sorry i can't don't ask me that again (laughs) future nancy where are the bodies where are her talent is Nancy Grace? As a <laughs> she's like top mom, toddler, and tiara. <laughs> I know uh, child abuse. <laughs> Casey Anthony, top mom, will be dancing with the devil tonight. Oh yes, absolutely. Sorry for this volume. I'm gonna have to turn it down, guys. God, turn it down, guys. Hey, Michaela, really mute me. Um, I think that's it. Is there anything else happening? No, let's move on. Let's move on. 
Let's I'm so sit back, relax. Look, let's move on. Let's get down to moving on. Uh, June 21st, 2010. What were we listening to? California Girls by Katy Perry. Katy Perfect. Um, and then we go to, we're in the box office. We're watching The Karate Kid and Vampire Diaries. Ooh. And then in headlines, what was going on? A shocking internal BP memo shows that its engineers secretly fear that up to 100,000 barrels of oil a day could be spewing from its ruptured Gulf of Mexico well. Double the current estimates. Right from the beginning, BP was either lying or grossly incompetent, said a fuming representative Ed Markey of Massachusetts, who yesterday released the memo which had been submitted to Congress before BP officials testified in early May, New York Post. I'm guessing they were grossly incompetent. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm, I'm guessing they were grossly greedy. Grossly greedy. Um, and then in the fashions, we were wearing tailored vests. That's our new podcast with Nancy Grace. Grossly greedy. Uh, where was the money? Um and- <laughs> So loud. Um, I'm going to control that one day. It's celeb news. Uh, Kim okay. Star. <laughs> I won't hold my breath. I, I, <laughs> don't, or there or will be a body. A body. <laughs> I hate uh, We're so stupid. <laughs> and then in celeb news, Kim Star Amanda Bynes has retired from acting at age 24. If I don't love something anymore, I stop doing it. I don't love acting anymore. So I've stopped doing it, she announced in a Twitter message posted at 3 a.m. Saturday night. And at 3.35 a.m., she posted, murder my pussy trank. Um, (laughs) (laughs) She was tattooing herself and getting that. Poor Amanda. Uh, We're looking out for you. Our prayers are with you. Um, Make friends with Rachel in the same facility. So on to the show. What was the episode called this week? Bubby's Gone Bad. Mm, that that is for certain. Um, so we start with Jacqueline and Caroline waiting on Teresa, which I think we start a lot of episodes typical at an Italian bistro because they literally only eat Italian food. Can um, you blame them? Yeah, no, I can't. And um, they are all they're all getting together to be sad about Dina's absence, pretty much mm-hmm. to mourn the loss. <laughs> I of her Teresa. beautiful body. <laughs> And then I love Teresa's bedazzled beret. She looks so much like Gia did in acting class. I literally I was... have that. I swear. Well, good. You should be wearing. Are you wearing it right now? Are you getting inspiration? I just oh. took it off. I was getting a little. Uh, then Caroline thinks, and, and, and Caroline thinks that um, Danielle is capable of anything. I don't think she's wrong. No. I don't think she's wrong there. So Danielle has had three breast documentations. Mm-hmm. I, at first I read that as Danielle has had three breasts. Um, <laughs> try boob Danielle. All squared. <laughs> not to be confused with a triangle. No, 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 no. Her not tits at all. are square. Yeah, she is no Aluma hottie. Um, and then <laughs> one of which has, and one of which of her breast and, uh, breast augmentations had a staff, staff infection, right. which sounded terrible. Yes. And it doesn't get to the same temperature as the rest of the body. Yeah. <laughs> In pain. And I'm thinking, how are they even going to fix that? Because that probably means there's like a lot of nerve damage and dead tissue and scar tissue that they would have to remove. And I just didn't trust this surgeon 
to really uh, do this revision. You know, he said he was yeah. going to consult with uh, one of the best revision surgeries in the country, but... The plastic surgery sign in the strip mall near Casa Mariachi's where Joe Dolorosa drinks her two-for-ones um, didn't have all the lights in no. on it. And it, it said, Wayne Surgica to... Whenever he opens her up later and he's like, ooh, shit, this is bad. It was like when we took our cat to value that. And the lady who was allegedly a vet with a feather in her hair looked at the cat was like, shit, damn, this is bad. She was like, we could give it an x-ray, but I'm not very good at him. She was like, we'll do it for free. And then she took me oh back. God. And then she goes, you should go to the emergency vet clinic, but not tonight because I'm working. She was like, tomorrow. <laughs> and I was like, um, this is the value that no, Bressman. And I was like, I was like, Nathan and I left and we're like, thank you so much for your transparency. She was yeah. like, you're welcome. And I was yeah. like, I appreciate it. Like, thank you for telling me. Um, and that seemed like similar to this place. Value yeah. tent. <laughs> yeah. And then we go. And to, to know that like you signed a waiver that you're going to be on camera and you still didn't replace those light bulbs. Exactly. And also, I mean, how many times do you have to pick a bad doctor? Like you, you run out of enough, like in the game of life, you only get so many breast augmentations. Right. And why not just take out the implants? Like if this has really caused you so much pain, like Yolanda, remember she said that she had silicone, like all the way up to her right. um, collarbone and stuff. And she was just like, I'm done. I bet that's, that's what caused a lot of her illness. Yeah. They really didn't talk about silicone poisoning enough. And it was probably a huge contributor in what made not um, not but saying I, that she I, doesn't I would, have Lyme. Disease. I would be very surprised if it didn't contribute to a lot of her symptoms. One hundred percent. I mean, she. I don't know. I don't live with her. I don't That's live with the Pennsylvania, Pennsylvania. Dutch slut. Um, yeah, but it's the fresh cheese, the bread, the Amish, yeah, the Pennsylvania Dutch slut herself. But she seems to be thriving. So I think just get those poison titties out. Yeah. Yeah. We only There's like poison toxic ivy. Toxic tatas. Ooh, toxic tatas. That's what I would name my exotic dance joint. Mm. Toxic tatas. Where people, yeah, where people get drunk, they're naked, and then they are toxic. And so they only perform mean. to toxic over and over. That's the only <laughs> song that's that is played. Yes, every iteration, every remix that's ever existed. Love. Um, then we go to Lauren. She's at makeup school on avant-garde day. Mine said savant day. That's what I wrote. But she is a savant. And she's there. And she loves doing makeup. And Caroline comes in to support her. Caroline's just she's such so a good proud. mom. Yeah, she she's cries. just such a good mom. She's so sweet. The, the, she loves her kids so, so much. They really are her life. Yes. And I. it is such an example of later on too such an example of amazing supportive parents mm -hmm. um it's just yeah we'll get to that but then we go to Jacqueline and Kroos of course it wouldn't be an episode without that idiot <laughs> Ashley and she says like Danielle she's shy now and she feels really bad about what she did and also needs a place to stay because she exactly. fucked up her last living situation yeah she needs to come <laughs> home like you fucking dumb bitch all of her laundry's dirty yeah. And she's got no place to live. Nobody's hand washing her knits over there at Derek's mm -mm. place. And um, she doesn't live with Derek, Josh. She lives with a friend. Derek. Yeah. Derek. Derek. Um, I do. I think 
there has been way too much authority placed on Chris mm -hmm. and it's minimized how Jacqueline is allowed. Like she let him talk the whole time because Ashley reacts to her. And I'm just saying, I don't think it's okay. I think Jacqueline should be talking and Chris should be backing her up. Yeah. I agree. Um, and I mean, whatever gets through to this fucking thick skulled bitch, but <laughs> I mean, what are we going to do with that melon? Um, and then, so she, she doesn't feel some of the rules are fair. So they negotiate her fucking um, curfew. curfew, which I thought they should have stayed strong. Cause if I you want to live here, at least for a couple months, like, yeah, like prove he, it. He bud he's the only reason they, he, she goes to him is because he budges. Yeah. Like big midnight is not a bad curfew during the and week. He doesn't have good taste. He was the one that branded Blackwater. Mm. It was, that was him. That was him. That was him, guys. Who wants to drink water you can't see through? Toxic tatas. <laughs> That's what they serve at Chris's strip club. Uh, yeah, just saying. It was just a terrible idea. Also being nice to Ashley, terrible idea. Um, and then... Okay, so... Then this scene, yes. Yeah, hosted by the mistress of the dead, Elvira. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Not really, but another Elvira, who I wish was dead because she is evil. She is so rude to Teresa. Oh my is, God. I am shocking. I forgot, like when it came on, I thought she was joking. Me it too. Was so violently rude and aggressive. I thought it was a joke. But then she and, on it. Right. She was and like, then, wait, you don't have a nanny? You don't have a cook? You need to get some staff. Oh my God. You don't have a pool? What kind of place is this? Why would you not have a pool? And Teresa's no. like, I have a beach house. Don't care. You need a pool. Like, what? <laughs> it was. I was like, also, like, you work and Teresa doesn't. So yeah. she clearly has a little bit more money than, I don't know, Elvira's situation. But she, I, I was like, is this how you are? Or are you coming on because you want to be the next housewife? Right. I couldn't really tell. Um, <laughs> and then she says that um, uh, either Elvira needs to get some help and tells her to go scratch. Uh, or she can go scratch. I had never heard that before. Go scratch. Go scratch. And, and then she shuts the door in her face. Yeah. <laughs> but still hires her. Yeah. Yeah. She's still going to be doing the job. Can't deny talent. You got to separate the art from the artist sometimes. Right. Oh, I'm sorry. I, that we that scene was in between the Ashley negotiating. Yeah, it's okay. Field. We didn't yeah. need to. And, and talk we about forgot that, that she. The one important thing is that. Ashley um, is an X Men, and she can see a drunk mile from forty, a drunk driver oh. from forty miles away. Yeah, I well. said, really, bitch, really? Like, how do you even know they're a drunk driver, or just a bad driver? And mm -hmm. it's just a wild thing to say. And she was very confident in that ability, and I'd like to prove it, prove it, um, prove it, bitch, <laughs> prove it. Um, uh, no bitch. Uh, and then Caroline comes home from a movie and Albie um, and her have a very serious conversation because he didn't do very well in law school his first year and yes. they're not being very supportive. So he got a D plus and he has ADD and the requirements for law school is you have to get a 2.0 GPA and he has a 1.1 or a 1.913. And so the school doesn't want him back. And they said that he was alleged 
people with learning disabilities shouldn't be lawyers. And so he appealed the decision. Yeah. And they're just waiting to see what's mm -hmm. going to happen. Um, I thought he was dyslexic too, right? He's ADD yeah. and dyslexic. Yeah. And Caroline shines as a mother once again because he says he feels worthless and she starts crying oh. and says, don't you let anybody tell you that you can't do something. And she's so supportive. And honestly, I always, when I first watched this, because you know, we've, we've been to college, you know? And so mm -hmm. you're very aware of these things, right? Like, you know, that you right. have to get a, a 2.0, like doc lovey has to get a, I don't even think he can get a B. I think the B, a B is the lowest he can get in his doctorate. Right. Um, so like, obviously if you're, you're falling behind and stuff, you know, from the first test, they give right. you a syllabus. They tell you how much everything All is weighted. Exactly. So like if you fuck up on a, your first quiz and that's going to be a big portion of your grade, you got to go get a tutor right away. Right. You know? And so and they I have do the money. Absolutely. And the resources. However, Okay, Al, like you're, you've already been through undergrad now, so you need to kind of grow up. And it is so hard to ask for help. Like, I'm not at all shaming that. It's so intimidating for sure, especially in those early like grad school classes when they're, it's like being a freshman in college all over again because the classes right. are so big. You don't really have that personal experience. And right. so I get that part. But I felt before I was like, he should have known and he should have done more. But as a mother, I feel like Caroline handled it perfectly because I don't feel like she coddled him or like said that you didn't do anything wrong or like anything like that. She just was like, don't ever let people discourage you. Like you need to fight this. You need to take care of yourself. You need to do what you need to do. It's on you. It's your responsibility, but we're going to support you and never let anyone make you feel worthless. I thought she just handled it so perfectly I considering agree. the whole globe of the issue, yes. you know? And I agree with everything that you said, and it, it's hard to articulate. And I'll get into it just a little bit more because I think that this next conversation she has with Albert right. kind of encompasses everything that I think. Because that conversation, I think she did what she should, had to do as a mother. I think there is a separate conversation there, which is what you were talking about, about kind of accountability and also like accountability and sometimes ability. You yeah. know, if, you know, not everybody can do everything. They tell no, you that that's not true. And so, and that's kind of what Albie says. Albert, Albert says, um, you know, that they're going to support him and do everything they can do. And he basically said there, he said that like, you know, if he doesn't deserve it, he doesn't deserve it. Like if he can't do it with all the tools and, and being given the, the resources, proper chances, he yeah. can't do it, but he wants to give him a fair chance and that they're going to support him every step of the way. Yeah, and I and thought they'll that have that mud was... on their face when he passes the bar in the future. Right. And I think that that is a conversation to be had in the sense that I understand what you're saying too. I think, you know, there, we need to be conscious and we need to be and acknowledge of people's talents um, and that people learn and test differently and give those people opportunities. Absolutely. But it also is, when you reach a certain level of professional, I do think that it's 
not fair when there are lots of people that don't have learning disabilities that also fail because it's just really hard and it's right. not meant for everybody. You know what I mean? Like that is that kind of school is part of the weeding out process for people to know whether they're meant to be in that profession because there's a lot of there's a lot that goes into that and you can't just be tossing around those titles. Right. Yeah. No, I definitely agree with that. But I do. I want to know, like from the school's perspective, too, like, did they give him the resources that he needed? Was he reaching right. out to the counselors and they weren't responding? Right. No, to absolutely. Tutors? Yeah. Were they giving him extra time on those tests, but he just still wasn't getting the material? That yes. is, I feel like, what really matters, because anyone you can you can study and be anything. I I truly think that like not everyone is gifted and has the abilities, but if you're a good reader, that's where all of my intelligence comes from. You know, like I have great reading comprehension skills. And so basically I'm good at most subjects because I can figure it out right. by reading. And so if he can just apply himself and do whatever he needs to do, if you can get through law school, you can practice because you're going to have paralegals to help you. You just can't bill your clients if you need three times as long to review the material as a other attorney would, you should only bill them for the regular, right. know, like the expected amount. Yep. And then you can take the extra time on your own. But I totally think he could do it or, you know, like you can, it's, you can, if you're motivated enough, you can really make it in most things. Well, it's also, you know, there, there are things in life where I think, you know, I've had a, a, a something like, you know, when you think when you're good at a lot of things and a lot of things come easy to you or, or like you've just always been able to do things, it's hard to accept when yes. you can't do something mm -hmm. or it's really also hard to accept maybe you can't do it, that it's like actually very hard for you, right. especially when you're in an environment like he is where you're going to see other people that are, it's just coming easy to, it's a hard lesson when you're, when you're superior your whole life yes. and you watch other people be better at something, it's really hard to accept. Um, it's the worst. <laughs> like, Do not recommend. I, I never, I never thought this would happen to me. <laughs> me? Me? Talk See, everyone can't Josh do anything, Crane. but I can do anything. Josh Crane has to study now to understand organic chemistry. I was like, no, 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 no. Something's wrong here. I need a tutor. No, no this no, is no. not organic. I have to study for out more than four hours before the test. No, that's unacceptable. Not unacceptable. Still don't operate that way. Um, uh, so that is, you know, I thought that was a beautiful you I mean honestly I almost cried watching it I, I did you cry. know there was a lot to that where I I hope Albie watches it now and has had more experience in the world because like honestly if my parents could have would have talked like to have people talk to you that way and to have that support is just amazing and that's something no matter whether you're a lawyer or not that a lot of people don't get and yes. so you have everything going for you because that support is a confidence that even if you don't know that you have it, that really is something that holds you up. And it was, it, it is everything that you can say is sometimes Caroline doesn't do right. She makes up for in this situation. Like Absolutely. she is the best mom. Like, and yeah. she is everything's for her family. And it's, it's beautiful to watch. It really is great TV. I think it's what makes, it is what makes New Jersey different than everybody else. 
It's what makes it special. It's what makes, we always have to veer off to what makes Melissa disgusting because she's the one that tarnishes that with the tree and stuff. How many, how many beautiful moments have we probably missed out with Joe because of the deterioration of that relationship, which is not all Melissa's fault, but those are the things that we get to see with tree with her sister that I, we would be, you know, we miss with seeing with her with no, no, we, I'd love to see tree and Joe be like that. They're just never allowed to be alone together, which is unfortunate. Anywho, back to a show where we still hate Melissa. Um, We're at Jack and tree. They go to posh piece of shit. Coke whore every day. Um, You forgot home record. Home wrecking whore. Yeah. Oh, home Home wrecker every day. Oh, I, yeah, yeah. I did whore. I, Teresa can piece of shit. Coke whore. (laughs) Home wrecker. God, is one word. Coke horse one. Yes. Okay. Okay. Got it. Got it. Got it. Um, posh with the silent W. I only know um, because I say that like six times a day. <laughs> <laughs> like literally. One of these everything. days she's going to be off mute on one of her conference calls. Oh my God. I, no, that mute. is my biggest nightmare. My biggest nightmare. <laughs> oh God. Are you freaking kidding me? Like, wait, did you just say that it was a piece of shit Coke whore homewrecker every day? No, God, no, never. <laughs> I never say your, that word. I've never your, said those words, bitch. Take, I don't say that. Piece of shit, coke whore, home wrecker. Every day, I never said that. You take a, you take a candy wrapper, a Jolly Rancher wrapper. What's that, Hallie? I can't Hallie? understand you. I, I can't. I'm losing you. Are you there? Are you there? And then in the corner, you, because you work in an office from 1995, they get it. They get a fucking fax that just says, "I quit." <laughs> With the dog, the dog she drew. Bye. Instead of help, just says bye. Uh, I ain't coming to work no more. Coming's a spice. Coming. Um, sorry, sorry, guys. Um, and then we go to guys. Um, and then she goes. And then as soon as they walk in, they have those glasses that people drink out of that are painted. Those wine glasses. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> did you hear my disdain in my voice? Mm-hmm. I was like, I want to see what's in the glass. Um, and then uh, so they get drinks. Um, and Teresa wants a chinchilla jacket and a zebra fedora, which all checks out. Yeah. And that is the famous chinchilla that she runs like a linebacker through the country club in. Teresa, no! Yes. This this, is such bullshit! That woman, please, it's my dream. Please. My dream interview is that woman. Please, we'll get you a, we'll get you a chinchilla, whatever you want. Whatever you want, you can have We get her an actual live chinchilla. (laughs) We roll the cage up. (laughs) And while the interview is going on. um, (laughs) Ding dong. um, And so I, you know, I also like seeing this. So essentially there's a lot of like meta housewives going on here. It Mm -hmm. seems as though. Teresa and Jacqueline, I don't think Caroline's part of any of these conversations. They know Dina's left. And they also know the show needs more people. Like, we definitely needed more than five anyways. And so it seems as though they are also vetting Kim D to be the next housewife. 100%. Wasn't that amazing to see, like, in housewives' retrospect? Yeah, I think that's why Jacqueline had so much one-on-one time with Kim G as Mm. well. Because... I think that they were like, oh, she's got money, you know. Yes. The whole thing. 
And uh, Teresa, they don't like that she hangs out with, and Teresa kind of calls her out with the Danielle, and she, if you're a pig, own it. Um, yeah. uh, but she talks about how, you know, I liked both sides, like the, the, the repartee of this conversation. I liked that um, Kim, uh, Teresa came for, she kind of let Kim D know where she was coming from. And then Kim D was like, you know, I don't listen to everything that my boyfriend has to say. And I like and that too. I'm, this is friendliness, like cleansiness, Teresa. I, I love that. And, you know, I think that the, probably in Bravo, the decision came down to Kim D is better as a peripheral character because she's a whack job. And, mm -hmm. and you know, we she's unhinged like Danielle and they probably couldn't have another. I mean, we only have so many hinges on a door. We can't ha have too many unhinged people. Yeah. So they couldn't, I feel like after Danielle, they were like, we can't do a Kim D. No. Because we need somebody a little more predictable. Yeah, fair. Um, and Good so choice. they go with Kathy Wakili. God, mm -hmm. shove a cannoli up my butt and tell <laughs> me to get out of here. Oh. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, Kathy, why kill me? No, <laughs> just kidding. <laughs> um, yeah, friendliness is cleansiness. And then we go to Danielle, day of the surgery. Um, the doctor is an idiot, tells her she has a lifetime warranty. She's going to bring this clip in every six months and oh get my a new gosh. one. You know, she's going to have to have them replaced. You're she's supposed to have them replaced. Every 10 years. Yeah, I know. I was like, she's not the woman to tell you about the lifetime warranty. Like, she'll show up at your house. Yeah. And then he, like, this is when he value vets her, opens up and everything and literally says it's one of the biggest deformities ever. ever. And him and the other doctor are blown away. Like, they're, it seems like a very difficult situation. Yeah. And he said it's the worst he's seen in 15 years of practice. And I'm like, see, I don't trust a thing you and your surgitaire for 15 years. Um, yeah. Sign says, like, that makes me so scared. And <laughs> honestly, that's why you can't make promises like that, like that I'm you're going to do a reconstruction and implant. I would say, in that case, when you have a temperature difference, that is a, such a big problem. I would be like, yeah, we can, like, go in there and remove the scar tissue and get that toxic tata out but like we're not putting nothing back in right if you already have that extensive of damage you do not need another toxic tata she definitely needed at least the one surgery to clean everything out get yeah it looking right and then she needed a progression of surgeries for sure at the most to try to heal the skin and the nerves and try to figure it out. Yeah, but just because do a lift. You're fine. That's all she really needed was a lift because if you think about it, she had so much extra breast tissue from how big yeah. those beautiful cohort titties were. Yeah. And she and she probably could have cut off a lot of the nerve damage and just had pretty normal perky, perky littles. Yeah. Per perky little naturals. Mm -hmm. Um also more fashion, honey. Fashion. Um and then we go to uh, a hibachi slash sushi dinner. I couldn't really tell for Lauren's graduation. Um, and this is one of those cute, like, did you watch Man Sewed with Children? I saw a few episodes, but I'd never, you know. I never watched point, a single episode of that show. I think that's the only show on Bravo. I've never yeah, seen a single because episode. Because at that point, we hated Caroline. Well, she did turn on the families. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> My mob boss, Melania, tells me not to talk to her anymore. And I say, yes, ma'am. Um, so then we have like a little cute conversation where I, I really, 
I feel like I never really want children except when I see the Manzos hanging out with their adult children. I feel like that would be fun for me. Like the way that they hang out with their adult children seems so fun and how they're like picking on Albie and they, she's like, so two girls came into the Brownstone the other day and said, Chris is the hotter one. And like, that was fun. And then the kids start fighting about who the favorite was. And I just kind of love to see their little smirks and let them fight. You know, it's just, it's fun to watch. I think it's also more fun as an adult for me than it was when I was younger because like I'm older and I can kind of tell by Caroline and Albie's Albert's face, what they, like they're just having fun with it. Yeah, I think that I always liked it, but I definitely related more to the kids back when I watched it because they were older than us, you know, like mm -hmm. I looked up to them. And now I definitely like identify with the parents. <laughs> yeah, um, get me my car to get in my foot massager. <laughs> I need a cup of tea, bitch. <laughs> Jillian, where's my tea? <laughs> oh, God. We'll get to that. So the bitch of the party planner is here. Elvira arrives and... um. Um, the bitch really needs sack. She is wild, like wild. And um, Jacqueline, wait on the marble so I can think. <laughs> uh, I only do that in Italian, in, in Australian nightclubs. Uh, I love, her. I love also like giving. I love like radio silence while you think about something. Okay, it's but like bananas. that's where I identified with her. I was like, okay, I kind of see myself now. I, mean, I hated the I, bitch and now I am the bitch. Wow. I mean, Elvira meet Elvira. <laughs> yeah. I was getting You're um, like, no floor mat, no pool, no cleaning service. What's happening here? No, I don't do care better. about that part because, you know, I do it all myself like tree. I, I have but. to say, though, it is impressive because that house is sparkling. The oh fact God. that, and I believe, Teresa, this is the thing about Teresa. She's not the brightest bulb. And that's why I just don't think a lot of times she's smart enough to lie. Like that's, well, that's why me, I originally like, loved Jersey is because they were like real families and they were real housewives, like actual yes. housewives that but cooked the fact and that cleaned she cleans and took care that of their kids. And she does always cook. Yeah. Her but stuff on her love. YouTube video looks delicious. Oh my God. I'm going to make the um, holy cannoli cupcake for Doc's Oh. I love that. Oh, it's mm -hmm. coming up 28 mm -hmm. days later. 28 days later. I'm glad you got out of that bathroom, Matt. <laughs> By the time we got out, we were crying to Whitney Houston. You know what I thought about when we were in San Francisco? Nathan and I literally, we were driving the rental car. Idiots. Like, that Nathan and I go, Nathan looks at me and goes, do you think we could find Mama from Thai House? Didn't she move here? I said, oh my God. She absolutely fucking did. Then we Googled every Thai place in San Francisco. There was no Thai House. Oh. Um, so it was hard to know which one could be hers. But I guarantee you that there is a Thai House. I bet she still works there. Or a, a descendant of... Call Bodito. They, they said, yes, that's what we need Bodito for. They said she moved yep. to go to San Francisco. Oh, God, that was the best. Mm. It was. I mean, honestly, I, I'm Wendy Williams right now. I can't even swallow. Like, I, I'm so hungry thinking about it. Um, okay, and then we go to, so Jacqueline calls Teresa on Kim D's behalf because Kim D heard around the neighborhood that something was going on. Then she went for the week one Jacqueline instead of calling Teresa herself yeah. to get the invite. That's what happened. Mm -hmm. uh, because Teresa won't say no to Jacqueline because they're actually really good friends. Yep. Um. And then Danielle wakes up from surgery, and then those poor girls. Oh, wait, you forgot. Tree's getting oh. her hair done oh. by Evelyn. 
And she's like, I'll invite her because I'm so nice. Ain't I nice, Evelyn? Yes. She's known me a long nice, time. Evelyn. Ain't I nice? Ain't I <laughs> the sweetest bitch you ever met. Sammy Sweetheart over here. Oh my God. Ain't I nice? Is Sammy Sweetheart in <laughs> 10 more years. I, I have to tell you, now that the whole gang is back together on Jersey Shore Family Vacation, I haven't watched any of it. But now that they're all there, I have to tell there's something about Sammy Sweetheart's raspy Lindsay Lohan voice that might be bringing me back. And I also like that Snooki almost looks exactly like she did before. Originally. Like before she got skinny. Yeah. And I'm a huge Snooki fan. I just can't handle the rest of those idiots all the yes. time. Well, and they're also boring and it's so hard. J-Well bores the not shit all, out of me. They're never there. Like there's no, never know. the full group. You know what I mean? So it's yes. like so hard. They really, instead of trying to do a whole season well, and every Angelina year. Angelina pisses me. Oh, Angelina no, pisses the fuck off. I don't even want to talk about the bitch. I'm going to drown the bitch. That's me, me, you, and Snooki getting some wine. <laughs> I want to drown the bitch. <laughs> Puppies! Uh, call us, Snooki. We'd love to have a drink. We'll go. We'll go to Atlantic City, mm -hmm. wherever you want to Her, No, she's friends with Melissa. She's really good friends with um, Tracy Barber. I just want... Oh, really? Mm -hmm. Their girls cheer on the same team. I've told you this before. Yeah, well, you know, I, I can't remember everything. I drink too much. Um, <laughs> you? you? Who? Me? Josh Cranes? Um, Never. I would say I watched, I went on a big spree and watched a lot of Watch What Happens Lives. Mm -hmm. And I watched theirs, and she was very politico um, about the Teresa and Melissa. And she said, she was like, they're both very nice. She well, was like, she I lives there. Like, well, but I also think that most people, I really think that most of this feud lives between Melissa and Teresa. I can see how Melissa seems nice and how I could have fun with her. She's not, sure. not a fun person. And she's so and, pretty. Yeah. Uh, she is. She gets me almost every season. She's not every really so pretty. It's just like she's Kyle so Richards, that bitch. She pulls me in. Yes, yeah, she pulls me in. I also really like Melissa's voice. I like, not her singing voice. Never want to hear that. But there's something about her voice that I like hearing. Like, the, all the Jersey girls, I love their voices. Like, I love Teresa's Jersey voices. Jersey girls are hot. Dude, so they, hot. Dolores, love her voice. Love Marge's voice. Just love Jennifer Aiden's, like, Pekingese-esque face. Like, <laughs> love it all. I do, I do. I can't help it. She's a hot Pekingese. She's a sexy Pekingese. Oh She's a Pekingese that gets me on my knees. I, um, And that's for you, Jay Aiden. Uh, I do love Jennifer Aiden. I love how unhinged she is. Oh, me too. I, I think, I, anyways, <laughs> they even the other day walked in the bathroom, and he, get, he pull, puts his phone in my face, and he goes, did you know that Jen Fessler's teeth cost sixty thousand dollars? <laughs> and he goes, "Whoop, money well spent." <laughs> I I just love like he's putting on some like Thai fucking face cream that he ordered that comes fifteen weeks from Singapore, and he's like, "Did you know that?" Jen I was like, "I've taught you well." Do you know that yes. Jen Fessler's teeth cost sixty thousand so dollars? I was like, thank God we got You're you bringing honor to us all, baby Nathan. You bring honor to us. You bring honor to us all. Um, Danielle wakes up from surgery and she's fine. She's used, she actually acts like she's never felt 
out of control control in her body. We won't make accusations, but we will say there's a book called A Cop Without a Badge. (laughs) Some other people should read it. And the book's (laughs) on the table right now. We bought it to Chateau and we're talking about it, okay? Um, I was worried about my family. Um, And then she is, so she's also, I think, wasted in the confessional. She goes, Mm. my new breasts, she talks a little like Raquel, Rachel, for me, symbolize everything new. <laughs> it's like, okay, slow talker. And then she, she um, poor Jillian, has to take oh, care of all God. of them. God. The dogs in the playpen. Like, what is happening? Christine, so it, it's it's bad because you watch the chain of command. Danielle yells at Christine. Christine yells at Jillian. Danielle yells at Jillian. The dogs probably need to yell at Jillian. Everybody's just yelling at Jillian at the bottom. I just felt so bad. She's so little. Run, she baby, an run. run, run, run home. Um, run from those bodies. <laughs> there is the body. See you later, suckers. Uh, <laughs> That's you, fish. <laughs> That's Mom Melania leaving the Gilga Beach murders. Um, see you later, suckers. Um, the day, and then we go to the day of the party. <laughs> and Dree's giving. Oh, what Dree- is wrong with her, Gabriella? I don't know. She's got a lot of problems. I don't know what this is. Gabriella is a silent star there too. Thank God for yeah. you, Gabriella. <laughs> I don't know. She's got a lot of problems. I don't know which one this is. Amazing. And uh, there's one, another clip of when I think Tree's away and Melania is like, um, Gia does so much for us. She makes me look pretty like this. And Adriana's like, she makes me look pretty like this. And, Ga- and Gabrielle goes, me too. <laughs> well, like, oh, I'm obsessed with you. Me too. <laughs> she makes me look pretty like this. She uh, like pretty like this. Me no. too. <laughs> Who made Gabriella cry? Um, that, honestly, now I'm like, going to get pissed off. Now it, but honestly, it's true. <laughs> That's the bitch. Like, she is Shania Twain. That don't impress her much. <laughs> she is never there for a reaction. So I, and I got that. I was like, if you react... Maybe we should be pissed the fuck off. Yeah. Like, um, uh, <laughs> <laughs> Me too. I'm gonna say that right now. Please do. I need to watch. I need re- you know, because I just realistically after season two of Jersey, never rewatched oh. any of them because it just oh got too dark. Got same, two. same, 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 same. I, I mean, and honestly, the missing- family trauma. <laughs> There is so many good moments. Like, there's another one I have to send you now, too. Hey, Michaela, always sends them to me, too. Uh, so many good Joe and Rosie clips. Like, they should have had their own spinoff. Like, them trying to help Gia with her geography homework, and they don't know a damn state. Like, it's beautiful. And then, like, they're sitting, and they're, like, talking about maybe having another, like, a baby so they could have a son. And Joe's like, you know, I would do that thing. If tree's done, I, that's fine. But I would do the thing where we put our eggs and the lady, like she puts her eggs and I put my eggs. And he's like, do I have eggs? And Rosie says, I'm not good at the medical stuff. Like, they're so, it's amazing. Like, why did they not have their spin-off? Send them to Crappy Lake. Like, that's what Absolutely. I Those two. Um, I, I, yes, please. I And that, 
So I feel like that was the relationship that I mourned the most between the Kathy and of it all. Yes. It was sad for me that we missed out because of course Rosie's going to have Kathy's back. And I don't think Kathy is a bad person. I think what we never really, 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 really got into was the relationship between their parents is oh. what really caused that rift. Absolutely. Because what happened is, is clearly Kathy is who's more yelling? of who's yelling. <laughs> yeah. You know and then yelling. there goes Melania. You know what I mean? Exactly. She, no, that's Melania exactly is so what much like Joe. She's oh. so like Joe. She's so like it's Joe. Beautiful. It's beautiful. Sorry, you, guys. This is you know completely. It is. <laughs> also, fuck Melissa. <laughs> Remember, we hate her. Oh my god. <laughs> god. Yeah. Keep that in, please. Oh, Melissa anyway. doesn't know already. I mean, that's the one I'm not trying to make up with. Unless she wants to talk to me, like at a bar or something, look cute. Because then I'll be nice to her. But like, I mean, just don't go against the family. That's yeah. all. That's all. All you have to do is apologize. Well, um, speaking of Melissa, <laughs> yes. we go to Tree's housewarming next. Yeah. She's in her cute, tight, gold speckles. Mm. Kim G's had a bottle of wine on the way over, and mm -hmm. the Kims are sharing a martini, drinking out of it like they're newly married. And Tree and Joe are dancing on the dance floor, and Ashley thinks Joe is so precious. And oh. then, if you slow it down, we see Melissa. Yeah, we sure do. She was there. She was there. She was there. She was T9ing Danielle behind her back, I think. Mm -hmm. So um, that's what we call it a backstabber, ladies and gentlemen. Um, mm -hmm. and then um, and then Tree is giving a speech to Jacqueline. Like she's giving and a Caroline. speech. She's Jacqueline and Caroline. <laughs> And then her and Caroline, you're like your arm. No, you make me laugh. No, you make me laugh. No, you make me laugh. That's me when I was waiting tables and I would be like, thank you. I'd be like, no, thank you. No, thank you. And I still have thank you offs. I will always get the last thank you. Thank you. No, thank you. I have gratitude. You have been thanked. And then Kim D is wasted. She mm -hmm. runs up, she spills her martini. Martini really irritates mom Caroline. And she goes, if my kids did that, I'd choke them. <laughs> I, was, I was like, I believe you. <laughs> I'd choke them. And then she said, Danielle is like parsley. She's everywhere. Never heard that before, but parsley does get fucking everywhere. Mm, I love parsley. Me too. But and then Cam starts taking over the mic and interrupting the speech and she never stopped. <laughs> And it's hilarious because while she's doing that, Jacqueline's like just dancing in the background, laughing. Like it looked like a fun party. It looked like a great party. That bitch Elvira delivered. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And then um Kim G comes up to Caroline and says that Jacqueline <laughs> is obsessed with it. Kim G's so old that she thought this was a telegraph and not everybody was gonna see it. Cause mm -hmm. like this bitch had no idea that like you literally can't play everybody in the game. Like you can't be a backstabber to every single person no. in the cast. So she comes up to Caroline and says, Jack is obsessed with Danielle. And then of course Caroline comes up to Jacqueline and asks her and like, it's just so crazy crazy like in the way that kim g even tries to shuffle it off is terrible like she's just not good at this game like it's, yeah i've never seen somebody that's so bad at talking about people behind their back horrible <laughs> horrible also like don't do it to their direct allies right like, on you're camera a dumb fucking bitch Oh my gosh, she must have been. She was trying to get on the show though when a producer like revved her up or something. Hello, 
Yeah. No, I don't think so. I don't think you can rev that up. That engine needs a fucking new battery. I don't know. Like unplugged. She's fucking kooky. Like that. That is actually just a psychopath. Honestly, she's just wild. I don't even. I think that she just had no concept that maybe it is good reality TV in the sense that like I don't believe she knew that people were there like I really don't think she got mm-hmm. that cameras were there or how you're supposed to act yeah. any who's who were your saints ever? Um, my saint was Jacqueline dancing while Kim D took the mic because mm-hmm. it was so just happy and fun and my center is any inadequate resources for students with learning disabilities wow I love that my saint was that iconic chinchilla that we will see later that'll give me so much joy in the future. And then my center was Elvira's nasty attitude. Honestly, she really rubbed me the wrong way. She could just go scratch. Go scratch. Well, sorry for the super long episode, but you deserved it because we missed out on you last week. We love you. We love you. We love you. Stay blessed, y'all. Amen, bitches. Thank you. Thank you all for filling the pews and joining in our irreverence. Join us every week for our sermons by rating, subscribing, and submitting prayer requests at everywhere you listen to podcasts. Although we praise our dear daddy Andy and heavenly home of Bravo, Housewife Heretics is not in propriety of Bravo, Evolution Media, or any subsidiary of the Housewives. These are strictly our opinions, and they are jokes like funny, haha. For direct celestial connection, you can send your confessions to housewivesheretics at gmail.com and check our season playlist, weekly drink specials, and our lives at our Instagram. So we'll see you there. Amen, Amen, bitches. bitches.